Welcome to the Plant Rich Podcast, where we enter together into the web of life in all of its many seen and unseen dimensions. I'm Erin Schrader, owner of the Rebel Herbalist, and it is my honor to hold this portal to the other world. Let's enter, shall we? sitting in the garden looking over a new garden I just installed this morning that's been a slow work in progress it started last fall with irises some purple top vervain a rose bush and some gladiolas and then for uh, my father's birthday We got him a spiral form Alberta spruce, which was planted in the area. And then I added a American spikenard plant. And now today, another rose bush, four lavender plants, agara, a gay feather, joe pie weed, two wild indigo plants. This area that has been turf, that has been clipped grasses, is slowly becoming a garden. At the northwest part of the garden, there's a hydrangea bush that I planted last summer, inspired by a dear friend, and it's full of purple blooms. My herb garden is a wild disaster of blooms. Chicory interwoven with motherwort, interwoven with oregano. Creeping primrose interwoven with avens. Wild strawberry and lesser mallow or malva neglecta creating ground cover among the calendula and the cilantro and the lavender and the coneflower. Grass leaf, goldenrod, completely overtaking the lemon balm. You can hardly even see the hyssop in there. My gardens are wild, tangled messes. I have The gardens facing the front of the house are mulched nicely and plants are separated with space in between and um, it creates an illusion of order, (laughs) but a barely held together illusion of order. But when you get behind the house, that's when everything is wild abandon. I do work diligently to remove sedge grass and Canadian thistle and to keep the mallow away from the herbs that I'm cultivating. In the garden where the valerian and the mallow, the althea officinalis, the tall mallow, 
and the elecampane are blooming. There are beans and tomatoes, passion flower, dill, cilantro, tobacco. And that garden, although also very wild, I diligently maintain and keep the volunteer plants away from the plants that I'm tending carefully. But the paths are covered in scarlet pimpernel and dandelion and speedwell of all varieties. And of course the mallow has seeded herself everywhere so the paths are full of baby mallow plants. And I look out at these tangled communities and I can feel how happy the plants are to be together. I can feel how grateful Motherwort is to have the support of Chicory to hold her heavy blooms up and keep them off the ground. I can feel how grateful Lemon Balm is for the shade provided to it by the, the grass leaf goldenrod. I can feel how the soil is so grateful to Lesser Mallow for keeping it moist and shaded. These tangled communities, these messy, chaotic love stories that we have decided collectively are not aesthetically appealing are teaching me so much about what it means to be alive here. A few days ago, I had a problem with my Spotify. It was glitching out, and the only song it would play on repeat was Better in the Morning by Bird Talker. Over and over and over again. This was the only song that would play. I asked my tech genius husband to look into it for me. He couldn't fix it either. So I decided to look up the lyrics and I copied all of the lyrics into my journal and I read them over and over and over. And one part of the song in particular has been haunting me ever since. The song written by Zach Green is about his inner critic and how it's kept him from living the fullest expression of his life and particularly his intimacy with the world and with other people. And one line that stood out to me and continues to haunt me is, he says, suck me dry, you uptight fakers. Suck me dry, you uptight fakers. Uptight fakers. Who are the uptight fakers and how have they sucked us dry? Yesterday we were visiting with my husband's uncle who lives in Florida and he was telling us about the community they just moved from where they had two HOAs that gave them a palette of colors that they could use to paint their houses, to paint their driveway. Um, they, there were three shades they could choose from. They, uh, every um, plant that was planted in their garden was planted and maintained by the HOA. They had no choice 
even though they owned the house and the property, it was all maintained by the HOA. Um, there was a, a regional HOA and a hyper-local HOA, and both had their different regulations that they had to follow. And what that was like for them to live where everything was so controlled and how it created a sort of lordship dynamic where the president of the HOA would openly say things like, this is my community. If you don't like my rules, get out. And when they would challenge the legality of the rules she was creating, she would say, these people are too stupid to understand the law. They'll follow my rules or they'll get out. Uptight fakers. Some of us crave power over others. And we get that power by being hyper controlling and minimizing, diminishing, punishing, and othering anyone who can't live up to those standards. And it sucks us dry. And it creates violence and opposition and revolution. And so I look at my wild, tangled, chaotic gardens in which I know every plant intimately. I understand the medicine they carry. I understand what they need to thrive. I understand how they support each other. And to many people, they would just tear this all out because they would think it was neglected, abandoned, messy, unappealing, not aesthetically pleasing. And conforming to the ideas of those uptight fakers has sucked me dry. For too long. And I refuse to be sucked dry anymore. There are so many rules that we have to learn, especially as women, in order to belong to these hyper controlling environments that we find ourselves in the environments of our families, the environments of our school system, the environments of our church the rules about fashion, the rules about femininity. And following all those rules all the time sucks us dry. But what if we could be tangled green messes with flowers in our hair, places for the bees to come and the finches and the butterflies? Places that are buzzing with life and wildness. Wouldn't that feel better than following all these rules made to keep us quiet and perfect and small? I promise you that Lemon Balm doesn't care about anyone's rules. And I promise you that Honeybee is glad. The rules we've created for control are killing the world. And we just have to stop believing in them and participating in them 
because we are being sucked dry and we're sucking the world dry. You know, I believe in rules. I think rules are a great idea. I have rules in my house for my kids. I have rules for myself. I'm grateful for the rules that say we shouldn't take from people. We shouldn't hurt people. And I believe that there are rules that this world is governed by. Rules that are inalienable without horrible consequences. And I believe we are breaking those rules and the consequences are forthcoming. But the arbitrary rules made by the uptight fakers, I truly and deeply believe that they need to be challenged and they need to be broken. And I truly and deeply believe that the younger generations have taken that on as their work. They're breaking the gender rules. They're breaking rules about relationship. They're breaking the rules about education. They're breaking the rules about employment. They're breaking the rules about how people are supposed to speak and dress and express themselves. And I deeply believe that these rules need to be broken. These rules that are rooted in puritanical fundamentalism, the suppression and oppression of wild love and the elevation of one particular class of people as the only class that is deserving of dominion, the uptight fakers. Now I'm walking through the seed heads of Plantago. You know, Plantago or plantain puts up this long stalk with flowers and then seeds. When I was a kid, we called it ripple because when the wind would blow, it just rippled through the lawn. And it was one of the greatest sources of shame for anyone who had ripple growing in their lawn. It just meant you weren't keeping up with your mowing. Ripple and dandelion, of course, were the two. You know, grasses didn't grow that fast, but the seed heads of plantago and of dandelion would surely give you away as the lazy lawn keeper that you are. But plantago, this plant, that we have vilified with its waving seed heads is one of the most medicinal plants I work with. It's mucilaginous, which means it's soothing to digestive tract, to wounds. It has drawing properties, meaning that it helps pull infection to the surface or splinters to the surface or venom to the surface if you've got a bee sting or a bug bite. It's a superb wound healer. And we've demonized it. We, the uptight fakers, have demonized it. Dandelion is one of the most medicinal plants I work with. It dissipates deep heat. It's tonifying to the liver. Helps increase digestion. Improves vitality. And we spray it 
I was at a friend's house picking up my daughter the other day while I watched the true green truck go down the street and spray all the lawns for broadleaf weeds, which means plantago and dandelion primarily. Plants that I admire, respect, covet, harvest, cultivate. <laughs> It can be so hard for wild souls like ours in this world of uptight fakers. But my challenge to all of us is to not let them shame us, but instead to see it for what it is, a power play. There's nothing wrong with Plantago. There is nothing wrong with Dandelion. There is nothing wrong with wild, creative expression of the life force in a tangled, chaotic mess. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with me. And just like the weeds that they've tried to kill a thousand different ways, but they, have, they keep coming back. That's my hope for us, that like the weeds, we can keep adapting be resilient, keep finding ways to thrive around their rules and the cracks of their sidewalks so they can't just suck us dry. Because what kind of world would that be if they win? A world where every house is within three shades of the same color? A world that's dominated by only three approved bushes and five different kinds of annuals and two different kinds of perennials? That cannot support an ecosystem. Only wildness can support an ecosystem. And so it's not just a nice idea for us not to be sucked dry. It is imperative that we become resilient. We have to push back. We have to resist. Because the world won't work for them the way they think it will. They will be just as doomed as us if they get their way. And we can't let that happen. We can't let the world be destroyed at the hands of those who need ultimate control and power because they won't survive it either. So break the rules that you can. Bend the ones that you can't. Be as wild as you can and don't be ashamed of it. Cultivate dandelion and plantago and cleavers and speedwell and lesser mallow and chicory and goldenrod. Fight the township that they aren't weeds. They have medicinal properties and they have great benefits to the ecosystem. Band together with your neighbors. Create subversive groups. You're not just doing it for the bees and the butterflies and the soil. You're doing it even for those who would fight back against you just because they cannot see the error of their ways, not yet. And by the time they can, it will be too late.
I will see you out in the wild, chaotic tangle of the green where everything is possible and no one is Lord, but everyone is lover. If you would like to support the podcast, you can find a link at plantwitchpodcast.com or you can go directly to Patreon at patreon.com slash the rebel herbalist. We welcome your financial support and we also welcome your participation in this vibrant community of humans who are working together to rejoin the web of life. The audio that you hear for the intro and outro of this podcast is the song Vikings by Alan Gray. Thank you for joining me for the Plant Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Schrader. I'm an herbalist, a mother, a holistic nurse, and a practitioner of the ancient ways. You can connect with me between episodes at therebelherbalist.com or on Instagram and Facebook, The Rebel Herbalist. Thank you for joining me, and it's time to come back to life.